And listen for a change, because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, welcome back. I am your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Senator Phil Graham joining us right now. He's got a new book, The Myth of American Inequality, How Government Biases Policy Debate. Senator Graham, welcome. Thank you, John. I, I appreciate you taking time out of your day and joining us. I, I really mean that. I've been looking forward to this. We've had your book now for a couple of weeks. I've really li- been looking forward to this. And uh, I got uh, For the last 20 years in government and uh, as a student of economics, and I was no economist one time, uh, I have found a growing gap between what the Census Bureau says is how, how average household income and all the other data that government collects and disseminates. For example, um, every quarter, the Census Bureau puts out an average income figure for each of the average quintile earners, the Mm -hmm. bottom 20%, second, third, fourth, and fifth. Then the Bureau of Labor Statistics puts out data on how much they consume. And consistently, the bottom quintile consumes twice as much as its income. Mm. The second quintile consumes 10 times, 10, 11% more than its income, and the top quintile consumes only about half of its income. Uh, a, a second uh, problem that, that is just evident is the poverty rate fell dramatically from 47 to 65 and has not fallen for 50 years. And yet, in that 50 years, the government expenditures that have gone in transfer payments to the average family and the poorest 20% of the income distribution has grown from $9,800 per household to $45,400 per household. So you ask yourself, how is it possible that we're transferring $45,400 per household in poor households in America on average, and yet 14% of people are, are poor. Well, the answer is the census does not count two-thirds of all transfer payments as income to the people who receive the transfer payments. Mm. Uh, for example, they don't count the tax credit. President Biden said we were going to cut child poverty in half with this tax credit in 2021. It was adopted. And when the Census Bureau official number for child poverty came out, it didn't hardly change. Well, how is that possible? 
because the official number does not count as income uh, tax credits. In fact, it doesn't count any taxes. Uh, food stamps, where you get a debit card. I didn't know that. Food, and all the photos. Hmm. Uh, and people have seen there's a problem, but nobody's gone behind the numbers. And that's what the book does. And here's what we show, John. So what you're that, really telling me is, People are doing far better than they once were if they factored everything incorrectly as far as the amount of quote-unquote handouts or distributions we're giving them. But I guess the next question I've got, Senator Graham, is, are, I mean, are we teaching people how to feed themselves, you know, how to fish, or are we just handing them one? Well, when you count all transfer payments, only about 3% of, of people in the country or poor, and they're people that have fallen through the cracks because of mental illness, drug right, addiction. Right, um, And when you count all transfer payments as income to people that got them and take the taxes out of people's income, which the census does not do, the census says the bottom, the top 20% make 16.7 times as much as the bottom 20%, but when you count all transfers and taxes, it's really 4 to 1 instead of 16.7 to 1. Hmm. Uh, also, despite all the talk about growing inequality, uh, Bernie Sanders says it's right. obscene right. and it's unsustainable. Right. We show that when you count all transfer payments as income gains and taxes as income loss, that the the, um, the income distribution is, that that uh, inequality is three percent less today than it was in 1947, where the Census Bureau shows it's 22.6 percent more. So what we're basically trying to do is get the facts straight. Mm -hmm. We can debate how much money ought to be transferred. Uh, but we ought to be having this be having this debate based on real numbers. And in terms of your question about are we really helping people, in 1965 when the war on poverty started and we were providing nine thousand eight hundred dollars, and these are real dollars adjusted right. for inflation now. Sixty-eight uh, percent of the prime work-age people uh, in the bottom quintile of earners worked. Today, we're providing $45,400 of transfers per household, and only 36% of work-age adults work. So it, what is clear, and it should have been clear to begin with, if you give people as much for not working mm -hmm. as they get for working, people are going to quit working. Correct. And so yep. we discuss all this. We discuss... Um, uh, the whole issue of the super rich, who are these people? How much money are we talking about? If government took every penny they earn, uh, we couldn't run the government for a month. Mm -hmm. So this idea that somehow we're going to solve our problems by taxing rich people, it's a farce. The income of the country is in middle-income America. Mm -hmm. uh, and we look at the last 50 years and how the country has grown and the progress we've made. We look at mobility. Right. 93% of the people that are born in poor families 
end up as adults living in families that have more real income than their parents did. Wow. And 67% of them have substantially more. So mobility is alive and well in America, and it works on the other end. Uh, about two-thirds of the people who who grow up in families in the top quintile of income mm-hmm. with every advantage mm-hmm. live in families that aren't in the top quintile when they grow up. Mm-hmm. So competition mm-hmm. works in America. Yes, it does. Uh, And that's one generation. Remember, George Washington's mama came to this country as an indentured laborer, and two generations later, George Washington was the richest man in colonial America. Yep. And by the way, I'm one of those percentages that you talked about a moment ago. I mean, I, I... and not bragging by any stretch of the imagination and, and not, you know, not saying anything against, you know, my own parents. I was raised very well, learned how to work hard at a very early age. I've worked all my life, never went to college and somehow still made it, Senator Graham. But I, I, I make far more money than my folks ever did at my age. And so I'm one of those statistics that you're you're talking about. And again, it's just because my dad taught me how to work. Well, you go just talk, ask people. Do you make more, does your family make more money than the family you grew up in 30, 40 years ago? And you're going to find that the overwhelming numbers say yes. Yes. That's America in action. Mm -hmm. Uh, So so what you're really saying, and that's why the book is titled The Myth of American Inequality. Bottom line is, it is a huge myth. We're doing much better today than we ever have. That's right. And look. The people that are not working because we're paying them not to work. That's right. That's right. Uh, they never get on the plane. Well, and, and really, I want to stop you for a moment because I want to go back to your statistic you started really started off with. It's evident that they haven't learned some of those basic things because they're spending, you know, on their you know per income level, they're spending far more than those that are wealthy, as far as their percentages go. Oh well, look. look. It, another thing we show in the book is is that the bottom 60% of our income earners in America have basically the same income. So wow. you can imagine in America some of the resentment. you got uh, a family with, where both parents work, and they're barely making ends meet, and down the street you got people living who've never broken a sweat, and yet they're about as well off. Wow. Uh, there's an inherent injustice. In yes. That. Yes. And what we call for in the book uh, is a mandatory work requirement. Amen. The, the Clinton uh, yes. uh, AFDC reform that had a work requirement that worked. It's the most successful program of my life uh, in the Senate. Yeah. Uh, it worked. Half the women that were on AFDC got off. They were better off. They earned more income. Their yeah. children did better. Mm-hmm. And they still are doing better today. We need that program. Yes, we do. Not just because it's the right thing to do, but because it helps people. If you're not in the economy, you miss the American dream. Yep. Um, if you had not uh, been in the economy, I used to tell my mama, we're lucky that they didn't have welfare when we, when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Of course, my mother said I would have never taken it. And I tried <laughs> to explain to her, well, look, everybody, you wouldn't have known would have been taking it. Yeah. You would have been made fun of by not taking it. 
the point is we change people's lives and behavior yes, we do. what government does. Yes, help we do. people that need help, require able-bodied people to get help to work, and we can have a richer, freer, happier country. Boy, you know what? what? Words of wisdom. I guess that's all I can say, Senator Graham. Words of wisdom, and I think everybody needs to read the book. Next question, where do they buy it? Well, they can buy the bookstore. They can order it on Amazon. Uh, the myth of American inequality, and it's got pretty good facts you want to know if you believe that America works. And not only should you believe it, we prove it's true. Okay. Amen. Okay, one last question. I don't want to take a lot of your time, but one last question, mainly because I, I look at what the Fed's doing right now and how we're trying to, quote-unquote, combat inflation and get things back on track. We had another three-quarter of a point raise yesterday. They're talking about one or two more by the end of the year. Do you feel we're doing that correctly, or are we going too much too fast? Well, let me first say, the government increased spending by 50%. Yep. And then people are shocked that prices go up. Exactly. How the hell could anything else happen? <laughs> I mean, it's just the Exactly. If you can put 50%, spend 50% more and print most of the money, and that prices weren't going to go up is preposterous. Yep, exactly. The Fed is late getting into the game yep. of whether they can stop this inflation without producing a recession. And technically, we're already... Technically, yeah, we are already. But a, a severe uh, one, I guess, is probably the better way to say it. Well, I don't... I think... I, I don't like to bet. I would. I don't. You shouldn't bet against America because you tend to lose money betting True. against America. But I'm hoping we can avoid a significant recession. I don't know whether we can or not. But again, this is a price you pay for yep. irresponsible government. Right. Well said. Well said. Senator Phil Graham, thank you so much for your time. It's been a joy. You are welcome back here anytime. You're in good company. We appreciate very much not only what you did for our country, but being with us today, sir. Well, thank you so much, Sean. Bye. You bet. Have a great evening. We appreciate it very much. And again, the book is The Myth of American Inequality, How Government Biases Policy Debate. We'll be back in a moment. Affordable Interest Mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers will join me at 5 o'clock. I'm going to talk about some of the things even we just mentioned with Senator Graham a moment ago, but really talk about housing, rates, all of that here in just a few minutes. Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Anything you need, they've got a great furnace tune-up special right now. Just go to klzradio.com.
You don't think about it, but without protection, everything that is plugged directly into your home's electrical system is at risk. That includes everyday necessities that drastically impact your quality of life. Whole Home Surge Protection, installed with absolute electrical heating and air, safeguards your everyday essentials. When lightning strikes your home or when snow causes down power lines, this can create a hazardous power surge. When you have faulty wiring or an electrical overload due to too much power being drawn, this can also create a hazardous electrical spike. Absolute doesn't just safeguard key electrical components. They protect your peace of mind in the future, too. Surge protection installation with Absolute is a fail-safe against a disaster you didn't see coming. Protect yourself today. Call 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, High Five Plumbing, if you've not shut that swamp cooler down now, you're probably going to want to do it here in the not-too-distant future. Get that scheduled today. Call High Five Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Come join the High Five team. High Five Plumbing has been in business for over 10 years in Denver, Colorado, and was recently awarded Denver Chamber of Commerce Small Business of the Year. We are a family business focused on residential service with two locations in the Denver metro, and we're hiring. We're currently looking for plumbing technicians, installers, apprentices, customer service representatives, and dispatchers. High Five offers competitive perks with full medical benefits, including health, vision, and dental, paternity and maternity leave, unlimited time off with advance notice, and 48 hours of PTO. Strategize your career and work at High Five Plumbing. Our apprentice program will teach you and guide you to become a plumbing technician. You'll be around our best senior technicians in the industry. No matter what you apply for, High Five offers regular training and career development opportunities. Apply to be a part of the High Five Plumbing Crew and find a professional, growth-oriented community where every workday ends with a high five. Apply at HighFivePlumbing.com and click on Now Hiring. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. So I did something last night that I don't normally do. I guess I had a weak moment, but I used it as a learning lesson at the same time, and I took a poll, which I don't normally do. Now, a few things about this poll. Number one, didn't take me very long to figure out who was doing the polling. It was most likely a Democrat something or other, somebody from the left. Could just tell, tell by the questions. I'll get into that in a moment. What was the most interesting or maybe, I don't know if disturbing is the right word, but I get everybody needs, you know, a job and something to do. And I wasn't rude and I'm, you know, trying to be as nice here as I can. But if you really want accurate polling information, I would think that you would want to put people on the phone that speak good English. Because when you continue to have to ask the person what they just said, because you can't understand it, to me, that's a little bit not only distracting, but depending upon the person you're asking, could be offensive. You're trying to get information that you're gathering from quote-unquote voters, and yet the person that you have on the phone doesn't speak English, at least not very well. So first of all, first of all, I this took longer than what I 
had expected and probably should have taken because I had to continue to keep having the person that called me you know, redo the question again so I understood what they were asking. But it didn't take long to figure out what they were really after. I think the biggest part of this poll and what they were after is, how am I going to vote on Proposition 121? Which I'll get into some of those here in the weeks ahead because we're getting closer and closer to where ballots will be going out and you'll need to answer these. This one happens to be a polling question about 121, which is a measure whereby income tax in Colorado is lowered. And of course, all of the questions coming out in this particular poll were very misleading. In fact, there are a couple of times where I even said, you know, this is a really misleading question because that's not really what is being said here. I mean, they're throwing everything into it as in, uh, do you realize that if 121 doesn't pass, education will be hampered? And I came back and I said, well, first of all, that's an untrue question because education is paid for from property tax, not income tax. That's a very misleading question. Of course, I'm speaking to myself, but I'm hoping these are recorded because the person I'm talking to, by the way, doesn't know enough English to even know what I'm saying, nor cared for that matter. But I was hoping that this was recorded and somebody else down the road would be listening to this because it's a very, 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 actually, it's a lie. It's not misleading. It's a lie. They're, they're, what they're trying to do through this poll, by the way, is manipulate people into voting a certain way on 121 out of this poll. Yes, folks, that's what's happening here. It's a push poll, Charlie just called it. Yeah, they're pushing you in a direction on this, based on this poll. Well, if, you know, if, if 121 doesn't pass, we're going to have to cut this and cut that, and this won't get done, and that won't get done, and this won't get funded, and blah, 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 blah. I mean, this went on several different questions in a row where I'm just like, I'm still, a, I'm still a yes, I'm still a yes, I'm still a yes, I'm still a yes. Because the question is, shall we lower income tax in Colorado by like 0.2%? I mean, it's not a big factor, but, you know, you add that up over the course of a year, it's, it's a lot of dollars. Millions. And again, these pollers are asking questions that make it sound like, if I don't vote a particular way, this is what I'm going to be losing. It was actually eye-opening, because I've never done one like this, because I typically don't answer polls, because, no offense, I got other things to do. I'm busy. I, I got crap to do. I just do. I don't, I don't have time to dink around on the phone. This thing was like a half an hour when it was all said and done. No offense, I got better things to do for it with a half an hour of my time, even if it's just sitting there watching nothing go by. Just peace and quiet of a half an hour is, is worth it more to me than to do one of these polls. But you know what? I took one for the team and did it anyways. Thought, why not? And I like, I mean, the definition, I'm guessing Charlie, you know, knows this way better than I because he's done some of these, but it's a push-pull because they're really trying to direct you as to what you should be voting for and who you should be voting for because that was also questions that were asked. You know, do you think Governor Polis is doing a great job? Do you think he's doing this? Do you think he's doing that? Blah, 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 blah. Nothing about do you think Heidi could make any changes in this regard nothing about do you think joe o'day which by the way he couldn't even pronounce his name correctly do you think joe o'day could do this that and the other if he goes on to be senator no it was all about what did bennett do how is bennett doing so on and so forth of course you know my answers on all of that right off the bat and no i didn't fudge on this one i just thought you know what i'm gonna say it exactly as it is because i'm guessing this is recorded 
And I'm going to call him out on a few things because I did. And that's not really a, you know, that's a lie what you just asked. That's not the right question. That's not even the right way to word that. I, I, it's probably why the poll took longer because I kept flustering the guy because when I gave him back an answer that wasn't yes or no and it was actually a worded answer, he probably didn't know how to type that into his little prompter thing that he was using to ask me questions. I'm sure I had him all screwed up the rest of the night. He's thinking, oh, crap, what I get into? Literally. But you know what? I figured, again, I figured somebody probably is going to listen to that because you know those are recorded. So you know somebody's going to come back and listen to that. They're not just going off what this guy's plugging into the computer. Somebody's going to go back and listen to that, guaranteed. I mean, there were even questions like, did I vote for Trump in the last election? Would I vote for him again? Things like that. Again, this is a very condemning poll. Like Charlie said, it's a push poll, but they're condemning you also, even in what you've done in the past, all through this poll and the way they've worded the question. So, you know, you can either answer one or not. That's totally up to you. I went ahead and took one for the team learning last night what's really going on in this particular poll. And I I will give the guy credit. He called three times. I didn't answer the first two. Finally, I'm like, okay, crap. I know what this is. I'll just answer it. It's 7.30 at night. I'll go ahead and answer it. Why not? Again, that's typically when they call and do these polls because they know you're home and you're more, you're more relaxed and they're not going to call you at work and so on and so forth. But, you know, here's the problem. Now that I answered one, I'm going to get all sorts of them, I'm sure, because I actually talked to somebody. That's all right. I'll take a few more when it's all said and done. But point being, warn your neighbors, warn your friends, warn your family that a lot of these polls are not a poll. It's disguised as a poll to get you to, you know, to push you to vote a particular way based upon the questions. Now, here's the, here's the advantage I had, by the way. I, don't, it, I didn't plan on this. My blue book arrived three days ago. I've not read through the entire blue book. So when this guy went and said, you know, what, what, what would you vote on 121? I'm like, oh, I have the foggiest idea what it even is. So I had to go get the book really quick and look. Luckily, I was sitting right there and I grabbed the book. I go to 121. I'm like, oh, this is easy. Taxes go down two-tenths of a percent. I'm good. And that's exactly how I said it. I'm like, oh, I'm good. This, goes, this lowers taxes. I'm good. Well, and then, of course, the questions go on. What if the state runs out of money and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This is, a, this is a joke, right? I literally said that. I'm like, this is a joke, right? And, of course, he's not laughing. He's just reading the next question. <laughs> Charlie's just shaking his head at me. I'm this guy. I'm this guy's nightmare. Yeah, he hated me by the time I was done. I mean, he, he's just, you know. He's just thinking, oh, man, what did I get myself into? I should have just not called this guy back three times. But I you know, went ahead and answered all the questions. Uh, but I, I, I've done polls before. Not like this one. Most of the ones I've ever taken have been pretty straightforward. Who would you vote for? How would you vote for this? Blah, blah, blah. Never that I have all these questions added in that would make you feel like you need to vote a particular way. And then, of course, you get to the end. How much money do you make? You don't tell them. They give you this range. You know, do you make, you know, you know, fifteen to twenty thousand dollars, twenty to twenty-five, twenty-five to thirty-five, thirty-five. To, I mean, you just go up the scale. And you're just sitting there listening, and you know, giving you know the nod as to where you fit into that particular spectrum of of what they've got going on. And then they asked you, "Are you a registered Republican, Independent, or Democrat?" How many elections have you voted in prior? You know, they're, they're, trust me, they're gathering all sorts of data 
trying to figure out what's the pulse of all of this. And at the end of the day, did they sway me with all of their questions that were designed to push me in a particular way? And of course, the answer is no, they did not. But just fair warning, these are out there. You may find yourself in one. And I would, what I would say to do is if you're going to answer any of these, have your blue book handy. Because they may ask you something other than 121. They may ask something about another particular ballot measure or something that we're going to vote on. Candidate and so on. So have your blue book handy if you're going to answer one of these. Just fair warning. So, all right, we'll be right back. Golden Eagle Financial is up next. Al Smith. And we were talking to Senator Graham a moment ago uh, uh, you know, about the inequality when it comes to what individuals make and what he has determined, which I think all of us knew all along, there's not as much as you think. The biggest difference is, and you heard him say it, those at the bottom end of the pay scale don't save, don't invest, and they spend far more than they make, which means they never get to retirement. Don't let that be you. Talk to Al Smith today at Golden Eagle Financial. Find out what you can do to not only get to retirement, but save money along the way and have a better lifestyle. KLZRadio.com, 303-744-1128. Golden Eagle Financial can help you create a retirement plan with provisions which ensure that you stay financially secure as you move into retirement. Al Smith can help you add provisions to your plan so you know that when you do retire, you're protected. In retirement, you will need ready money for emergencies, growing assets to supplement your income, a good chunk of savings, and guaranteed funds. Al can help make your income last by selecting the right financial products. He'll help you increase your income when necessary. Al Smith can also help you prepare financially by conserving what you have so that you're protected in the case of unforeseen circumstances. Schedule a consultation for financial advising from Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial. Go to klzradio.com money. That's klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC registered advisor. Extreme Auto Repair, folks. Anything you need when it comes to your vehicle getting ready for winter, which we've just had a little bout of colder weather. Yes, I know things are going to warm up. You can look outside now and see the sunshine, and it's going to be that way now for a little bit. But, hey, old man winter's coming. Trust me. Uh, won't be that won't be that long down the road before that happens. Give them a call today. Get your vehicle in. Ask about Cooper Tires. They sell them to you at cost as well. Extreme Auto Repair, 303-841-1071 or on the website, klzradio.com. Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another, trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise, they charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly discover a broken bolt in the subframe. A known Nissan failure they've seen many times before. Real stories like this one earn Extreme Auto Repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five-star review, thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory-trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up to date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model for quick and experienced problem solving. Fill out the contract form now at klzradio.com extreme. Okay, in our home transitions, folks, again, the ladies want to help you with whatever you're looking to do, up, down, sideways, maybe sell your current home, 
you know, maybe you're moving out of state. I don't know. I don't know what the situation is, but they can help you with whatever that happens to be. K&R Home Transitions. Again, you get two realtors for the price of one, and the ladies really want to help you, and they will work hard on your behalf to get done whatever you need done. 720-437-8210 or find them at klzradio.com. With K&R Home Transitions, you get more than you see on the surface and two experts for the price of one. Can you imagine if you had to hire two realtors? With each of them having different areas of expertise, they are able to do more than the typical agent to help you get the best deal for your home purchase or to sell your home for top dollar fast. After all, one agent simply can't know everything or do everything. Speaking of doing, Cat and Robin are not shy about getting their hands dirty. From cleaning toilets to laying baseboards, they've done it. As a team, they work hard in tandem because they realize that you need more from the current housing market and you need more for your home. K&R Home Transitions does everything in their power to go above and beyond throughout the buying and selling process because it is truly about you and doing their best for you. Get more than you see on the surface. Get two for the price of one. Visit klzradio.com slash home. Again, that's klzradio.com slash home. Powered by Worth Clark Realty. You're listening to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Rush to Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And uh, Charlie said that I'm probably now blacklisted from those polls the guy probably put at the top of the you know whatever he has to type into do not call this guy ever you will be sorry (laughs) probably true actually i'm sure i didn't make the guys you know i was trying to be nice and i was trying to do it in a way where i was informing him at the same time but also being very matter of fact because it's like the more i was in i'm just this is irritating there's this is what's wrong with what's going on out there people are not educated enough themselves to realize how they should vote or not vote. And in turn, they're listening to some poll, push poll, tell them what they should or shouldn't be doing. This is just, in my opinion, scummy. Totally, totally scummy. That's the left. That's what they do, folks. They don't care. They don't care if they're being dishonest. They don't care if they're lying and cheating and stealing. They don't care. They don't care. It's their mantra. In fact, they should just make a t-shirt. Liberals, lying, cheating, and stealing their way to a win. They don't care. I'm not wrong on what I just said, by the way. They should have t-shirts made up to say that. Maybe I shouldn't sell them. Anyways, speaking of lying, not that I'm surprised by this, but the New York Attorney General is suing Trump and his three adult children for business fraud. Now, I'm not going to go through the entire article here, but I'll sum it up. They're mad because Trump does what every other business and even you guys that are listening does. Okay? I mean this when I say this. Trump didn't do anything different than what every single other property owner out there does. And here's what I mean. They're accusing Trump of inflating certain assets so that he could get, quote-unquote, favorable loans. Now, I also know how the banking world works, and it doesn't matter what the value of the property is as to whether you're going to get a favorable loan or not. That has to do with your credit rating, how well you can pay back, where's the property located, how good of a property is it, blah, 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 blah. 
Nothing to do with what these guys are accusing, by the way. What they're accusing him of is inflating that, but then deflating the actual value when it comes to what you're paying property taxes on and so on. By the way, you all do that with your homes on a regular basis. You'll tell some creditor or whoever that your home is worth 500, but when the tax bill comes around and the assessment comes around and it says five and a quarter or it says 490, you'll fight it to get it down to 475 or 450 if you can. And if you don't, you're dumb. You should be. Yeah, I just said that. If you're not fighting your assessment every single year, you should be. You're dumb. I do. I fight mine every single time it comes. Every property I own, I fight the assessment every single year. Why? Because I want to pay the least amount of taxes I can. Why wouldn't I? And by the way, most of you do the exact same thing, but yet the Attorney General of New York is suing Trump and the kids because of what I just said. What a load of BS. Again, shows you what the left does. I would be shocked if the attorney general doesn't do it themselves. Not on as big of a scale because they don't have as many properties, but does it matter whether it's one or a hundred? No, it doesn't. Anyone out there pointing the finger at Trump for doing this that owns property is as guilty as he is. Because they do the exact same thing over and over and over again. This is a bunch of garbage. Joe, what's going on? I'm glad you mentioned that because, as you know, I get involved with, uh, you know, buying and selling businesses that have property and real property. There are numerous different ways to value a piece of uh, a business. Exactly. So when you go to the bank and you can say, well, I want, um, you know, based upon the revenue it's generating – you know, let's, so let's say it's generating 500000 a year in free cash flow. Well, based on a multiple of free cash flow, this business is worth $2 million. Because four times 500000 Four or five times, it's exactly right, yes. Right. Then when the, when the property assessor comes by, he's going to look, you know, if, if a tornado blew this business, you know, if a tornado came by and destroyed this building tomorrow, what would it cost to rebuild What's it? What's it worth, right. What's it worth? In other words, you know, if you empty this building out and left... And somebody came along and said, "Yeah, that's a nice building. I want to buy it and open, you know, open a you know, business there. I want to open a Chipotle's there. What would they pay you for the empty building? That's an entirely different number. Exactly. And it's up to the lender, by the way, to, to appraise it and decide if they want to approve that or not. Right, Joe? Exactly. So if I say to the lender, I think you know, I want to borrow two million dollars on this business because it's throwing off five hundred thousand free cash flow." The lender's going to come by. They're going to do their own appraisal. They're going to look at the structure. They're going to see what it, you know, what's the replacement cost. They're going to look at. They're going to audit my books. You know how mm-hmm. much revenue is it generating, et cetera, et cetera. And it's up to the lender to perform the due diligence. And it's the lender's job to to say yes, I agree with that net worth, or I think you're nine percent too high. So it's done every day of the week. I don't know of a business that doesn't do that. Right. Like I said, Joe, every homeowner, if they're doing it correctly, does the same thing. You're going to tell you know, whatever credit department you're trying to borrow money at that your net worth is higher based upon what you feel the value of your home is. But when it comes to the assessed value and what the assessor is looking at, you're going to go find comps that are not in that favor and actually lower the value of the home as much as you can. Am I correct? John, I did the exact same thing with my place down in Larkspur. I got this assessment. And I went and I got I got, got a professional appraiser, and he went and, you know, he's a real estate friend of mine. He pulled up a bunch of comps, Yep. and I filed an appraisal. Now, by the way, when I finally sold my place in Larkspur, I sold it for substantially more than the appraised value, but I did exactly You crook, what- Joe. 
You are you ought to be sued by the Attorney General of Colorado, you crook. <laughs> I did it. I did it exactly the way Douglas County wanted me to do it. I followed their letters to the T. I got a professional appraisal. I provided them with the comps, and they said, "Oh, okay, yeah, looks looks good. Yep. You know, we'll." We'll, we'll knock, you know, we'll Joe, knock I have fought some of those all the way to where you actually go to the, you know, the the courthouse and sit down and speak to somebody about getting it lowered. Mm-hmm. I, I've got, I mean, I, I learned through a, a good friend of mine that that's that's the way you do it. If you want it lowered, you don't just take the first no. By the way, you keep fighting and fighting and fighting. And if you've got a legitimate case and you've got some legitimate comps in your favor in that direction, that's what you use. Yep. And, now, uh, and, and if, you, if I go to sell it, I'm not using those. By the way, and is that dishonest? Absolutely not. No, it's how the game is played, Joe. And you know what? The government is the one that set the game up. I'm only playing by their rules. Correct. And when I heard this lawsuit against Trump, John, I had the exact same thought that you did. He did what he did, what every other businessman does. He does what every homeowner does for the most part. Well, correct. Uh, Well, what most smart homeowners do. Correct. (laughs) Uh, But no, it's it's a common business practice. Nothing, Nothing the slightest bit illegal about it. Again, there's... Multiple ways to value a value a business or a structure, and you know, and Joe, here's real quick, and I and I know this because I I was fortunate enough to buy my very first commercial building from a gentleman that you know really was was very much like my grandfather when it was all said and done, got very close, and he was a an, an assessor uh, for a long period of his life. In fact, uh, worked for several counties over on the western slope, was head of the assessor association, and he believes so much in assessed value being really fairly accurate in the value of property, not like what you and I just talked about that I was able to buy my first commercial property based upon, because he owned it, based upon assessed value, not appraised value. Uh, you know what? I love that guy the rest of his life. <laughs> and you know why. Oh, absolutely. Because assessed, for all of you listening, maybe you don't know this, assessed value is almost always lower than real value. And, and you know what? The state knows that, or the counties know that as well, Joe. John, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, because that's one of the things I did when I hit, when I hired this appraiser. He didn't go off. A, it wasn't actually appraised value. He looked at comparable assessed values. Yes. And the county had been routinely had routinely been under assessing comparable, you know, comparable ranches. So I'm saying, okay, well, they have under assessed these ranches, but those are my comps. So if you're going to assess my neighbor, right. you know, who's a mile That's away, right. at ten percent below market, then I'm going to use him, which you've assessed at ten percent below market. And I expect to have the same discount to market that you get. That they in. have. That's right. Exactly. And by the way, Joe, I guarantee you, I, I, fact is, I, I would buy you a steak dinner if I'm wrong. I guarantee you all of the properties surrounding all of the Trump properties did it exactly the same way, and yet they're not under criminal investigation. John, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the bet because I know you're 100% correct. It's ridiculous. And- it's ridiculous. I mean, this, this is, I, I, I titled this, you know, this particular subject, a witch hunt. That's all this is, flat out a witch hunt. It's made to get into the press to make Trump look bad, and he did nothing different than any other property owner ever does. Nope. You're, John, you're 100% correct and did nothing illegal. By the way, you notice it's not a criminal suit, it's a civil suit. That's right, because they can't and do the anything criminally because they know they'd lose. And the only person who should have brought the suit, if they felt they were defrauded, were the bank. Would have been bank. the county or the bank's. The bank, the bank has made the money, or the county, if the county thinks that That's they right. were. If they were, if uh, they were shortchanged, they could sue. Which again, because everybody else is doing it, the county doesn't have a leg to stand on. And as long as the bank gets its money back, why do they care, Joe? They don't. The bank is like now. If the bank had been defrauded, if they had That's to foreclose, 
the bank had to foreclose and found out the property was only worth a fraction Correct. Of, of what it was claimed, then, yeah, the bank would have, you know, grounds for sale. But you know what, Joe, the way the banking world is today and the way they do appraisals and approvals and so on, you and I both know that's not going to happen either. No, because the bank took the risk. The bank sent their appraiser. That's right. And the bank, the bank didn't rely on what you told them. No, they sent an appraiser out. The bank relied on their, their, their appraisal report that they paid for. That's right. That's, That's right. Now, I will say this, because I've done this before as well, and I know we got to go to break here in a moment, but I want to make sure I get this in. Joe, you and I both know that when the appraiser shows up, if you're a smart owner, guess what? You walk that guy or gal around, and you show them all of the benefits and the pluses of the property and the location and where you're at and all the good, the bad. You know, the bad you don't talk about. All you talk about is the good if you're smart and you're trying to get the best appraisal property, you know, the best appraisal p- possible. That's what you do, Correct. Correct. In fact, one of the things that doesn't show up in the appraisal report, I had, John, three-quarters of a mile of post and rail fence. And post and rail fence, last time it's I looked, expensive. was about 30 bucks a running That's foot. right. Okay. The, the county appraisal, uh, well, so, so I just said, hey, I've got, I've got 4,000 feet of fence here at 30 bucks a running foot. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so, you know, that's part of pointing out the good. Hey, John, you're going to talk about the... Uh, the Trump supporter who um, who ran down that yep. uh, uh, abortion protester. It's in my and, notes. And it's been, been all over the news for a week. Uh, it's uh, not, not been anywhere. I, t- I, br- I brushed on it just a tad a day or two ago, but I was going to hit it again. Yes. All right, good. All right, I know you right. to go to break. I'll come back and do that, Joe. Appreciate it very much. Thanks for chiming in and, and uh, you know, let me know I'm not crazy because I'm not. Solar Energy Partners is next, folks, and they want to help you with uh, you know, keeping your energy prices down. Buying energy today, by the way, not at future prices, which you can do. It's easy. No credit check. All you have to do is have a 650, high, a 650 score or higher, and there's no money down. It's easy to get into. Call Alan Davis today. Find out how it would work for you and your home. 303-378-7537. When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from big energy again when you invest with solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Allen only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return. The unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue. Locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do, you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy. Don't pay them to raise the rates on you. Make an investment with your power. Now, make your investment today by contacting Alan at klzradio.com slash sun or by calling 303-378-7537. All right, American National Insurance is next. And uh, much like you want to save money on energy, you want to save money on insurance as well. And you can do that with my good friend Paul Lewinberger. Uh, again, great guy. He'll help you out, show you exactly how it works, what he can do to save you money. 303-662-0789. In tough times when gas is high and inflation is making everything more expensive than it was before, it's tempting to cut your coverage, but you never have. You know that the market will go up and down over time. Instead of cutting your coverage, you work with Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance because he rewards your responsibility with his rebate program. You're the type of person who already handles everything on the front end. So by working with Paul, you get a return for your investment because you treat insurance like insurance and not a bank account. 
You don't make claims on every little ding and scratch you notice on your vehicle when you didn't park well. You expect wear and tear and budget for small expenses. You budget because you know that when the economy gets worse, less people will be fully insured. Cutting back costs them more than the money they thought they were saving. Call Paul right now, 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789. You're already responsible, so get rewarded for it. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. If there's anything you need when it comes to your uh, will, your estate planning, and even a living will or a uh, power of attorney, give him a call today. He's mobile. He'll come to you. KLZradio.com, 720-394-6887. Michael Bailey's estate planning services come to you, making the difficult decision of planning for death a little easier to stomach. Once something happens to you, there's no way for you to go back and prepare. Let's say you live, yet cannot make decisions for yourself. Without proper planning ahead of time, your family cannot make any decisions for you without going to court. They will need medical power of attorney to give your family the ability to make the hard but necessary decisions when you are debilitated. Without it, they must go through the courts during an already very stressful time. Estate planning protects your family. They deserve to have the ability to make the hard decisions in the case you are severely incapacitated. Prepare for all the possibilities now. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation now with KLZ's mobile estate planner, Michael Bailey, at klzradio.com estate. That's klzradio.com estate. Business Equipment Sales, Solutions, and Service, or BES, is a service-first company. Their customer service is a top priority to the company and the technicians. I've built relationships with a lot of my customers. I know bigger companies typically don't operate that way. They try to keep their technicians moving around as much as possible. We're unique in that each technician has their own territory, which is beneficial for building relationships and establishing trust with your customers. We're very personable. We don't treat our customers like they're just a number. They trust us to handle all their office needs. We handle anything and everything, copier, printer, scanner, fax related. We stand by being one of the best in the industry in response time. I'd put our company up against any company. Choosing BES for your company's office puts you in good hands. Go to BESofColorado.com to learn more about the best resources for your office equipment in the Front Range area. Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. And as Joe said earlier, uh, Joe Biden, he repeatedly vilified and demonized individuals that he referred to as MAGA Republicans or right-wing extremists, to the point where he said, we all need to get together and stop them. Well, as Joe said, and I've talked about this a little bit earlier in the week as well, there was uh, one of his supporters, Joe Biden supporters in North Dakota, that did exactly that, intentionally running over and killing an 18-year-old man that this man described as part of the Republican extremist group. Andy and I talked about this a little bit on Tuesday. And... Folks, if this had happened under Donald Trump, things would be a lot different and you would be hearing this on every news station from coast to coast. You're not hearing anything about it right now, much to what Joe said a moment ago. Why? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. We have seen time and time again, by the way, where the left has said, go do X. None of them are on trial. 
yet former President Donald Trump is and never told anybody to go out and do anything damage-wise. Was he frustrated at the way things were going in our last election? Yes, a lot of us were. Been proven that there was a lot of nefarious things going on in that election. Was that the only reason we lost? No, you guys have heard me talk many, many times about the fact that, no, it's actually because a lot of you wussy Christians that wouldn't vote for Trump is probably the biggest reason why we lost. Yeah, I just said that. It's true. Yeah, we had other issues. You know, like we always do, by the way, in most elections. Fraudulent things going on. But is that the only reason? No. I I refuse, by the way, to just focus on the fraud in the election. I'm concentrating more on what I just said. I know other people are concentrating on the fraud. That's fine. I want to concentrate more on the people that didn't vote correctly in the first place because, really, they're the problem. They're the ones we should be out upset with and being mad over. Yeah, we need to get things straightened out to where we have less and less issues when it comes to our elections and keep them clean. Absolutely. Andy's going to talk a little bit about that next week, by the way. But the reality is, that's not the only reason we lost. I, I know n- a number of individuals that just couldn't vote for Trump because he was just too mean. Didn't like his tweets. Didn't like the way he handled this. Didn't like the way he handled that. Well, how do you like it now? A song along those lines, by the way. How do you like it now? I don't like it. I don't like inflation at 15 to 20% like we are now. I don't like the interest rates being where they are right now. None of you do as well. I don't like what it's doing to the economy. I don't like all the spending the government's done in the last you know year and a half to two years. I don't like the policies that Joe Biden is putting out on an ongoing basis. I don't like student debt forgiveness. Folks, I can go down the line. You know, I asked Phil Kirpin yesterday, name something that the Democrats have done that proved they like people. I got crickets. Because there aren't anything. There isn't anything. There aren't any results, is what I should say. So, we'll be back. Kurt Rogers is going to join me at the top of the hour, but hang tight. Roof Savers of Colorado is up next. Dave Hart, by the way, he's going to be here Friday, or Saturday, I should say, for uh, Fix It Radio. And it'll be a great time with Dave. So if you've got questions for Dave, ask him uh, Saturday morning, by the way. In the meantime, anything you need from Dave, call him directly, 303-710-6916. His goal is to extend the life of your roof, not replace it, but he can replace it if he has to. RushToReason.com. Look for Roof Savers. If you think you need a new roof, think again. I might be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. Hi, this is Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado. We specialize in helping 90% of our clients avoid a costly replacement by adding at least five more years of life to the roofs, and is guaranteed with a five-year transferable warranty. However, if it makes more sense to replace your roof due to wear and tear or storm damage, we are more than happy to do so. Yet our goal is to do everything we can to get you more life from your existing roof, whether it is an asphalt shingle roof or a flat roof for both residential or commercial. Give us a call at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com, and I will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Mention you heard this on KLZ 560 to receive your $250 fall discount. All right, folks, that's it for this hour. Kurt Rogers joining me just one moment. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hour three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.